How you doing? Oh man! You good? I'm so fucking happy. I'm I'm really Sorry, excited. I was just smashed your fucking earphones up. <laughs> How you doing? You good? How was he? He's amazing. He's so so good. He loves Trent Alexander Arnold. <laughs> He's in the house. Welcome back to the True Geordie podcast. So well, since we've done this. With the daddy himself. Hello. Well, sorry, uh, you got, a, got an announcement to make. Yeah. Uh, for those who aren't aware of it. But, but first, right. hold that thought, because we have these messages. From our sponsors. Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> I genuinely knew, yeah, go. Do you love raiding? Do you love shadowing? Do you love legends? Of course you do. You're right here. Are you a legendary shadow raider? Good. That is, see, that's brilliant. He loves dark fantasy. This is an RPG about that. He loves to play it. That's the game. Where's it available? I'll tell you where it's not available. Right, okay. You can't just imagine it. No, yeah? because you, your imagination isn't that good. It does involve a little bit of downloading yeah. and the internet. Yeah. And of course, you can do it on your phone. Good. And on PC as well. So, that's a shocker. That yeah. is amazing. They've just got this thing everywhere. Exactly. I mean, that's the good thing. It's got this PC level of graphics on a phone. If there's anything I can play with in my hand, always a good thing. The gameplay is getting better and better each time as well. Let me show you some of my champions. Look at this one. The female version of Galek. Do you know what it is, right? She's shaman. That's my idea of heaven. Have you ever seen Vikings? She looks like the girl out of Vikings. She's hot. Yeah. Do you know what I love about this one as well? This one here. Sniper. A little bit of belly on show there. Yeah, I know, but not only that. I mean, I do worry about that because she's left herself exposed. I always worry about that, but the good thing is, shielding from COVID, so... So she's observing. Yeah. I like that. They're culturally aware. And as is this guy, if anyone's got PPE, it's this guy. The horns on Do you know what I mean? Look at the horns on that. Bloody hell, yeah. He's making a statement as well. Yeah, now if that guy was Prime Minister, I'd go with him. And I mean, sure, Brian, you're happy with your champions, and they're amazing, but what about my shards? Show me your shards, Luz. I want to show you my shards. The shards you earn from all over the game, you sort of earn them as you go around on your missions and they earn you like little rewards as you go along. This is a mystery shard. Oh, he's a right beast, him, isn't he? He's beautiful. Look at that. Let's open this one now. Oh, look at that powerful woman. I bet you she's a right sassy boss. So you see, you get a pretty good reward for that. From now on, Loz, I think we should all just get our shards out. If there's one thing I want you all to do, it's to get your shards out. Show me your shards. Show me your shards. Do you want to know some of the in-game tournaments ongoing? Mm, I've already been in all of yeah, them. Yeah, well, so well, let me tell the audience, an expert, actually. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't really you need are, you. To... Maybe these guys at home aren't as well, tell them. The Spider's Den, Ice Golem's Peak, the Almighty Fire Knight. That sounds very like you. And the Notorious Dragon. That one's me. What um, Chinese New Year are you? Tiger. Tiger. Dragon. So cool. we are Tiger and Dragon. So he likes the green woman and I like the green man. Maybe they could. Have you ever seen that episode of yeah. Black Mirror? We I'm, could be... I'm not sure if that's how I would do it. Yeah. Not me I mean, if I was going to pick it's anyone... It's a terrible idea. Yeah, I I but that. if I was going to pick anyone to do that with, it would be you. Well, when I did watch Black Mirror, I did think we you could think do that on Raid Shadow <laughs> Legends. <laughs> Make sure you're quick with our link in the description because every new player will get an exclusive welcome pack. Oh, you want to get in there yeah. ASAP? Quick. What for, Brian? 100,000 silver. That's right. And you get two clan boss keys and 10 mystery shards. Nailed it. And uh, a free awesome champion, Adjudicator. She's a saucy little minx, isn't she? Just to be clear, you'll find your extra rewards here in your inbox for the next 30 days. You can find me under the nickname Lozcast. So, see us on Raid Shadow Legends. We hope to see you there as well. All right, welcome back from that. Um, <laughs> we look different. Yeah. Because a lot has happened since... You made that little advert with me. It was a great ad, to be fair. Um, I was pretty chipper, I think, when I made that. I was like, hey, let's just chill. At least another two or three weeks until, yeah. you know, the big day. And then, then with this, so, 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 yeah. so, so going back in time... Sure. Um, Do people know what we're talking about? I suppose the thumbnail and the title would yeah. explain this. Lawrence is now a dad. Yeah. Wow. He's a man right? now. Yeah. 
Yeah. It does. We can get into that later. It yeah, yeah, fully, fully. Yeah, yeah. Um, so going all the way back to the night of conception, mm. uh, how good was it ejaculating? Did it feel great? Ejaculation it wouldn't, is, it wouldn't be right if I didn't just if ruin this. you didn't this. think about <laughs> Yeah. I don't think you have ruined it. I mean... Because if you didn't know, right, what happens is man... When a man loves a woman... Pops it... In the in, in a um, you know in a very specific place, a very loving area of the body. Do you know what's really funny? I'm going to have to have this chat with him. I got Lawrence. I, I had a little bit of. Are we allowed to say what happened that night? Uh, in terms, no, of, don't say that. Okay. That makes it sound terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like we, everyone was having a good time, <laughs> and then everyone had a good time, and that's yeah. great. And Lawrence is all about a good time. Uh, yeah. And so, so I knew are. before all of you lot, and I've been keeping this secret the whole time. So, if you're wondering, yes, I can keep a secret. And Geo knew as well. Yeah. And Roven knew. Well, yeah, yeah. All right. That, that, it's about me. No, this. but I'm saying you, Talk, you... It's about me, Lawrence. This is podcast is about me. Of the people that knew, you probably knew first. I fucking hope so. Yeah, yeah. You knew first, even beyond the doctor, I think. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> yeah, is there... Yeah. I just say this is a bit of a surreal experience. It's the first time I've left uh, the house for a few days and, you know, left. You, so, 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 so... I've got an in- immediate question. Yeah. Do you know when you leave the house now? Yeah. Do you feel different? Do you feel like, oh God, what, ha- what if something, ha- are you a bit panicked? Like, are you a bit worried? No, I don't worry because I know he's capable of looking after himself. <laughs> he's a hands-off he's guy. He's a hands-off, yeah. I'm, I'm very much, you know, self-soothing Honestly. is, is yeah, apparently that's I, not a thing. I really hope the OGs of the podcast fans are like are watching this. this. Yeah, yeah. Because this to me, I'm doing this for them. The ones who've witnessed right. us go from you know kids in a bomb shelter to, to now businessmen grown men is. you yeah. know what I mean and you know what I, um, I'll say this I don't care about other people's kids um, <laughs> and I hate that's the most Lawrence thing I've ever heard. and I hate hearing about other people's kids yeah. so I've been very conscious of just boring other people with news of children no but this is the thing you said you've sent me but fucking god was 20 pictures and i've been 30, like 40, you went yeah. i'm sorry if i'm boring you went yeah keep them coming keep them i'm going. loving it i've got loads and loads I'm of great photos it. and also obviously you know i'm not showing his face publicly either um <sighs> but i can share his feet and you know the back of his head and stuff yeah i think most most comments on the on the pictures and tweets have been fairly respectful i've seen the odd dickhead but oh, you know. i don't care about those people yeah. when you're when you become a new father you don't really mind about that do you i think there's a line and it's important to each to their own of what their line is and, and to stick with that you know what I mean but do you, that, know, do you know what made me think when I was thinking how can you make the podcast interesting obviously I can tell you the story of the birth uh, if you want to hear that I mean yeah um, that, I've been we've deliberately not talked about this yet right and then um, but also my whole life I wanted to be a dad right my whole life yeah. and I always thought oh you'll be a dad one day and that's good uh-huh. and then you know even no matter how prepared you feel no matter how old you are no matter what point it comes you'll always feel an element of being unprepared mm. or not being ready for the experience a bit like an exam or any of these sorts of things and I thought you know there's a lot of people who watch this and they, they'll be bored about just hearing about just kids mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when it finally happens then you're just like wow this is the most natural easy thing in the world and you just go <laughs> not easy but it, it, it has felt, felt kind of easy but you just go, oh yeah, of course. No, but that's for you. This is the thing. From the day I met you, yeah. you've changed me for mm. the better. And and you're and vice versa. you're a yeah, but you're a natural uh how do I put this? I want to say like helping hand, like you 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 are good at guiding. You've, yeah, you've, cheerleader. Yeah, wh- while I am who I am and I'm not uh that will never change. Yeah, yeah. You've definitely helped me a lot along the way. So that when you used to talk about wanting to be a dad, yada yada yada. And and then when you said you were going to be a dad, there was never a second where I thought Uh-oh. fuck Lawrence isn't ready for this. Yeah. But believe me, there's been many a friend of mine who I thought what 
the fuck yeah with you i never had a second to worry about it because it was like he's gonna be fine um so you were kind of born for this and there's there's no there's no work don't get me wrong i'm sure you'll have your moments and and that's just normal do i look tired or uh, i mean you've you've always looked tired um, this is this is ideal <laughs> this i said this is something the other day answer. lockdown hasn't changed you and it, it's not it's changed my life but it hasn't changed my look uh-huh. i've always looked tired i've always had shaggy hair <laughs> This is ideal. Can I just say, well, um, I'm, I'm, I'm totally a mess right now because We're both I'm just so excited for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, me too. And also, True Geordie merch is available soon if you're wondering. Absolutely, uh, and the, great. Some of, the, some of the people are like, yeah, we want that. The, the website's coming, don't worry. Now, give us a couple of weeks, it'll be up. It looks amazing, actually. Yeah. It, we'll, that we'll, is we'll a great there. t-shirt. The hoodie is really nice. The hoodie, oh, the hoodie's really The hoodie cool. is nicely yeah. appointed, feels really nice oh. on. Some people have cheap merch. Yeah. Some people, I've seen some merch recently. Calfrizio has good merch, I'll give yeah. him that. But, other people bit cheap no that's the thing uh, I don't want to make this about the most but I just remembered that we did, we were supposed to promote this right. a little bit so before we get into the good stuff uh, good merch coming soon and I have waited four or five years to do this so it's, it's we're not going to take the piss with you guys we're going to give you something nice and a decent price do, do you want to take it to the morning of maybe we start Can from I take there? it to the night before because the, night the before. story goes back Go before on. that Go on, we just watched Liverpool draw against Everton well I had no one else on the show was really watching we were all just sort of chatting away and um, horrible game yeah but we were all very relaxed everyone was uh, quite chill and obviously after the show everyone just sort of stands around and chats and uh, everyone's going oh you know how you feeling things going well people are giving little bits of advice and sort of you know and Rory Rory goes and this is the point where I knew that the baby would not come on time because Rory goes mate they are always on time or late for the first one and I instantly thought, baby's early then. And <laughs> that is that is Rory is a curse, isn't R- it? Rory's not Rory is just Rory says something and you instantly so, so go, it won't happen classic, that way. Classically, the main one of the main things that Rory once said on a uh, game what we watched on the kickoff is he goes, David Louise never, never misses a penalty. Yeah. He's just about to step up. Mm-hmm. He'll bury this, he'll bury yeah. this. Miles wide. Yeah. So I actually said to you that night, yeah. Um, this is your last Father's Day you'll ever have without actually having your right. baby, Little and um, and it turned out to be the last day. Yeah, it ever. Was. And I get a text message first thing in the morning, which I really appreciate, by the way. Going, she's gone into labour. Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> so this, this is the thing. I, I know you. I know you so well, right? So I message you back, and I'm like, I'm very calm right now in my mm. reply. So I'm going, just everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Just remember everything they've told you. Um, you know, listen to the nurses. Just get out of the hospital, and they're going to walk you through it. You're not going to have to worry about anything. And you just replied. Yes. 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 Yeah, I was like, yeah. No, but 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 I'm sure you weren't worried, but at the time I thought he's fucking (laughs) shit. I remember after that, you instantly went, if you do need to chat on the phone, let me know. And at that point, well, I'll get to that point. We can go back to that. Um and then I I got back, I was quite tired, and then uh we got we got into bed together and I was like, you know, you were I, you comfortable. She wasn't really very comfortable. So this is the night before still, yeah. Because he's quite a he was he was beginning to feel like quite big uh-huh. as a baby uh-huh. and prob- we probably got to about five months in the pregnancy and we were like yeah he looks about ready to come now because Flu's quite petite and quite small she's not you know people don't realise that you are uh, six foot one at least so yeah. six foot two so he's going to be a taller guy the chances Telling are telling me yeah. right mm-hmm. and and he was in this where every time we go to the midwife she would be like oh he's quite tall he's quite long but he's not very fat okay can I just stop you because I'm going to do this a lot because I'm so excited right so the first time you ever seen him on screen. Yeah. Just describe that moment. Um, 
it's really surreal because you look at your own as a father you're looking at your own face mm. or you're looking at something that you look at it and it's like looking in a mirror but and you can recognize features uh-huh. and you're like it kind of looks like me mm-hmm. that is me and did it make you feel a bit different about the whole thing when you recognized yourself there um, in like an arrogant way but I already had become attached to him and I was already like yeah. you are that but, but you begin bit, to it's think it's kind of confirmation at that point for yeah, you isn't it and it changes your approach because you yeah. begin to go oh okay and you begin to make your, your mind subconsciously starts making links yeah. and you're not consciously going through it but you're, you start changing the way you act changing the way you think and that sort of stuff and suddenly you're just like oh yeah right yeah and your heart skips and it's just a completely different feeling from there on. You've been calmer since that, right? Happened. You know, a lot. Obviously, lockdown, no, I'm, I'm talking about helped. way back then. Lockdown helped, and I get what you're saying. And then I've just read a lot since yeah. then. Like you know, the night before he was born, I read. Uh, for some reason, I felt this real urge uh, to read pages and pages of Kobe Bryant's book, mm-hmm. and was just like, it's this really empowering, like affirmative you've got this like all these things and I was like I don't know why but I really need to read this book right now he's a proper man isn't he and he's a man with many kids yeah Mm. and I read it and I was like okay close the book go to sleep don't know why I need this right now but I totally need to read this and I read it and it's a great it's so uh, there's so many little bits in there from someone who uh, read and did a lot at about 3.30 in the morning Flu gets out of bed but I was used to it at this point because obviously when you're pregnant you get up a lot but I'd always wake up and be like, do you need anything? Do you want me to kind of get a drink or something? And she'd always say no. And then at about five o'clock in the morning, it just, she just goes, yeah, I think it's happening. And I was like, and now when I was a kid, we used to fly on holiday. And um, my mum used to tell me that I would wake up. Like they wake me up in the middle of the night, ready to go to the airport. And I'd always wake up and go, yep, good, let's go. And like be so ready. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly, this was, recently it's taken me a bit of time to wake up lockdown this woke up so i was like yeah cool, cool cool let's go flu's having contractions but she's like it might not be the real thing they're about 10 minutes apart they're about nine minutes apart that's really from what the hospital tell you that's hours away from it so we we're both quite chill but the sun's already risen and you know our apartment there's this panorama if you of, follow Lawrence on instagram you've seen a lot of the view you must be sick of this shit oh. So there's this panorama of London and I looked outside and Flu went into the living room and just for a second, my knees went weak and I was just like, shit. And I just sat down and just went, this is not time to do that. Like, this is not the time for you to go, um, let's, let's think about me for a second. I was like, this isn't about you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, right, get your shit together. Do what you do when you're going to do the things you, that you, 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 you know you're about to be that dad going can I have some gas in it right exactly <laughs> and there's another moment in the birth where that happens oh, and God. I was like okay get up so we go in we start timing the contractions and they started slowing down and Flu was like see I told you it's not really happening but sorry to wake you up and then suddenly they become very very fast and all these instructions that we've been reading through and we're like okay when it says five minutes we call them but it was like nine ten minutes and then suddenly it just went four minutes and I'm sitting there timing them going you are four minutes apart. Do I tell you that these are four minutes apart or not? Mm-hmm. And then I just, I just went, I think we should call the hospital and just check. And we call them and the woman's like, hmm, yeah, yeah, it sounds like maybe you should head in. And, and I was like, oh, okay. So we, uh, we go get in the car, begin to head down and flew at this point. And I've asked her if I can say this, is like beginning to get quite, 
pained by the contraction because anyone who's witnessed a birth knows early on they're testing and then after a while they just suddenly become serious uncomfortable to pain yeah. yeah and they're beginning to get quite painful at this point in the back of this car she's making a lot of noise at this point in the car she's um not as much as i thought uh-huh. and i was a bit like not as much as i used to huh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not as much. And I, but a bit Wait, of me I'm was sorry. like hmm. i'm sorry yeah but a bit of me was like hmm. okay this is impressive you're dealing with this really well mm. I get to the hospital and they stop her and then they stop me and they go you need to wait down here she's going to go upstairs and I was like what am I doing I'm carrying the bags and stuff so I stand there waiting for the bags and they send her up and they go they'll assess her and then maybe in an hour they'll come down mm-hmm. I'm like am I going to be standing here for a fucking hour mm-hmm. so I'm standing there selfish but I was also like why can't I just come up now like we know it's happening mm-hmm. so five minutes pass and then this little woman uh, runs up to me and is like you need to go upstairs right now and I was like oh okay so I get all the bags rock upstairs and there's you know in hospitals you go corridor 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 so I'm going around all these corridors and I'm like looking for the birth thing and everyone's going yeah it's that way and I get to the place and I go hey I'm here for blah, blah. and they go oh yeah follow me I'm pulling the bags and stuff because we got his clothes her clothes my stuff that I you know camera bag and I walk into the room and Flu's looking the other way and the woman just goes, yeah, so we're five centimeters dilated. We'll be ready to give birth in the next hour. <laughs> and I was like, sorry, what? And, but I was thinking, we'll be here for nine, ten hours. Yeah, like, yeah. we can chill for a Some little while. Some people are there for days. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Tell just me about it. Perspective. And we wanted a pool for the birth. Yeah. I know there are, by the way, I know that young men don't give a fuck about birthing stories. Yeah. Uh, stick know. around, because it might be handy for you one day. You're definitely going to get someone pregnant, <laughs> even if you're gay. Yeah, if they're, if they're... See what I mean? Yeah, if they're dumb enough to... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you finally put that to bed, uh, Yeah, exactly. Lord. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Dale Winton. So. Some of us get lucky. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Philip Schofield. I'm not like him. At that point, was there a bit of panic? Was there a little no. bit? No, it was the opposite. It was almost like she, the midwife was so in control and so like, Positive. don't worry about it. Because she's like, yeah. But she literally just went, the baby will be here in an hour. And we were like, cool. And she went, and then I'll clock off and go home. And we were like, wicked. You get an early flyer. Yeah. <laughs> I think she was sort of happy. She was a bit like, yeah, I can pop this one out before yeah. I head off and uh, that'll, be, that'll do the quota for the month. And I, so I put the bags down and uh, flew's on the bed facing forward and just facing me. And she was like, don't go down the other end. And I was like, oh, she, play. It, just, I'm, I'm not asking for any other reason other than trying to picture what's going on in your head. Sure you are. No, the, the last thing I find attractive is a woman giving birth. That's sure. But, but uh, some men out there, you perverts. Some of them will love it. Uh, is she, so are, are you talking she's about... She's facing forward. Right. Yeah, so she's not on her back. Just you She's know on I mean? her knees looking yeah, at you. Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Flu. And well, so, I mean, it's natural, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's it's, and it's so natural. Yeah. And in that moment, I'll admit, like as a man... I was in awe of her. I was looking at her and I was like, Jesus. wow, you know, this is amazing. Yeah. And a few days before, I'd listened to a podcast with Emma Thompson. Do you know the wife from Love Actually? Yeah. Yeah. And She's she, a great actress, isn't she? Great actress. Yeah. I don't know why I picked Love Actually, but that's the only film that I imagine. She was, uh, I think she was in the, um, I don't know why we're going down this road. but uh, <laughs> Let's they, talk about Emma Thompson for a minute. What, what films was she in? <laughs> they, they, did, um, they did the true story about... Um, Who's the woman who used to miss Mary Poppins? Mary Poppins. Yeah, so the woman right. who wrote Mary Poppins, she played that in the new Disney remake. Really yeah, good. she's and really she, good. Yeah, she's a great actress. She was also in the name of the father. Sorry, I'm, right. just, I'm just spouting off. We can go down IMDb later. Expect a full Emma podcast, Emma Thompson podcast. I'd like to have her on. She would be amazing. She is a great storyteller, oh, yeah. as I saw from Desert Island Discs. Yeah. Um, it was an old one. <laughs> And I'd listened to it weirdly out of the blue because it was something that I really thought was what a did good. She say? Um, so she said in Desert Island Disc, she she talked about giving birth, and she 
described it in the most beautiful way and i remember when i first went to university i listened so this is like a 10 year old podcast mm. almost. i first went to university and i was like oh that changes it like she was like it's empowering you lean your head back and you roar and suddenly you've got a baby and i was like yeah that's what flu looks like she looks like this really powerful i just got down on my knees to be like face to face with her and was just like i just looked her in the eye and was like you got this you're strong you'll be all right uh-huh. and she was on gas now and she was like yeah cool and i was just like mm-hmm, yeah okay the gas now is incredible right I, I didn't have it but the effect it has uh is pretty insane what do you mean what what, what was it doing though do you think just I, she was just breathing it very heavily and i think it was just really like <clears throat> chilling her out mm. and um it was definitely making her eyes cross <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> and so I was just like, this is good. Okay, yeah. you're clearly not, you're clearly a bit in the room. And then- But not too much so that you're in agony. Correct. Yeah, that's what you want. I mean, she didn't have anything else mm. but that. Yeah. Didn't have an epidural. Yeah. It was really natural birth. But she kept saying, when are we going to go to the pool? And the midwives kept looking at me and being like, eh, the pool's going to need to fill up. And, <laughs> There's and no I'm, way they're going to have enough time. And she was it. like, and the, even the midwife was a bit like, hmm. I don't know. Can we fill it up in can time? And I was like, can we at least fucking try, please? Not, can we knock this baby out quickly? Yeah. <laughs> she said. And then in walks a midwife with a Scouse accent. And I was like, oh brilliant. God, it's home. And she sounded just <clears throat> like some of my family. Yeah. And she's got, she's, you know, she's kooking in that. <laughs> so she was lovely. And she was making jokes and she was super I bet you loved that. Like yeah. a Scouse midwife is delivering yeah. your and, little... and Flew was like, Flew turned around and she was like, Oh, you're the one from my uh, from my last appointment, uh-huh. and they'd had this appointment, and they'd had a good appointment. So she was like, "Oh, great, you're here." And then another midwife walks in, and because no one else has given birth on the ward, we got like four or five midwives just popping in and out, going, "You guys good? Do you want a tea? Do you want anything?" Everyone was so chill. And it was, was, it, was there any worries about the COVID thing? Was were people wearing like or, or, or they were wearing masks? Was, but they turned to me and they were like, "You can take your mask off if you want." And I was like, "Okay, cool." So we're not wearing masks, but everyone else is, and uh, everything was cleaned like super. It smelled clean. It was all very clean, yeah. and they were doing a really good job. And you look on the bed down the other end, you know, not not at the you know, but you look at the instruments. And I was like, "Shit, are we going to need any of those?" Yeah, there's like these scissors and this plunger thing. Mm-hmm. I guess you just stick in and just. <laughs> and fuck's sake son and, you and, really painted a picture there. and um you know the things that you cut the umbilical yeah I've, with. I've watched one born every minute and it was it, it was horrendous I'm yeah i'm gonna lie to you i'll be honest this was nothing like if you imagine that that's what i was imagining mm-hmm. nothing like that just a lot of screaming that show yeah a lot of screaming this was a lot less screaming and a lot more just sort of going and a lot more just like it felt so natural to her mm. and she was just going she was breathing. She was, um, she'd studied hypnobirth. So she was sort of hypnotizing herself and calming herself. Mm. And we were sort of doing things together. And we were looking each other in the eye pretty much the whole time. Wow. And what any- was that like? Was that a little bit like... When, she, when our eyes weren't crossed, we were looking each other in the eye. <laughs> no, but like... It was very linking. Mm. We were very... Uh, like that's, that's a heavily bonding moment without... without uh, you know, even just to stare into someone's eyes for a long period of time, it's hard not to feel something. And yeah. then if you combine that with the fact that she's given birth to your baby, or, you know, both of your baby, honestly, Yeah, but... You know what I'm saying? Like, for a man, baker. for a man, that's some uh, powerful shit. Yeah. So we were very close. And she... And every... And this is what we were told by the midwife, is every birth, you get to a point where you don't think you can do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I've told you about my PE teacher on the podcast before who said to me, like, the point where you don't think you can do it anymore, that's when you're just about to do it. 
And the flu turned to me, she went, I can't do this, I'm too tired. And I was like, your body is just relaxing, so you can just slip this baby out, you will be absolutely fine. <laughs> slip this little puppy out, yeah. no problem. And at that point, they put the heart monitor on the side, so they sort of, every now and again, after a contraction, they put the heart monitor on the side. On the side of? Of, of sort of on her belly, but okay. a bit lower. And they, for ages, they've been like, yeah, he's cool, don't worry. And then they were like, mm, he's getting a little bit distressed now because clearly he'd been like, he just wanted to come out. He'd been pushing and pushing and pushing. And then Flu just like looks up and is just like, right. And just starts like going for it. Oh, yes. And, and, I, and what I noticed was, and I wasn't conscious of this, but every time she was pushing, my, I was sensing my whole body and I looked at my hand when she was like doing the final pushes and my knuckles were like white because uh-huh. we were holding hands so tight. And earlier on in the birth, I, I was like, I mm, don't know if we should hold hands anymore because she had gone, ha, uh, and started biting this finger and I'd never experienced uh, pain like that. Right? <laughs> but I also went, ow, and sort of <laughs> took it out. And I, in that moment, went, Oh, that was painful. I was like, in my mind, I was like, that was painful. But I didn't feel like turning to the other three women in the room and going, I am in some real pain here, Can guys. You got any? Yeah. Got Has any anyone got any? I need some gas and air for this thing. Yeah, ice for this. Yeah, exactly. And I was, just, and so, and I thought that's not going to fall on ears that are thinking, God, poor you. So I was just like, yeah, cool. Don't worry about the finger. It's fine. We'll, we'll look at that later. Oh, my God. And so she pushed and they were like, uh, and by the way, the midwives were amazing these people are incredibly well trained and one of them just went wow and i was like he's definitely close and then she said wow and then you just hear some crying and we just looked at each other and we looked at each other dead in the eye and just like oh and then they just went cool we'll just slip the rest of him out and then they just went and he just shot out did they catch him though yeah um yeah they did really well actually and then he they handed him to her and i remember just looking at him and being like is he going to look like that all the time? Because babies, when they've just been born, are a bit funny. They're not as cute as they look a day later. I get it. Or even 20 minutes later. Because these guys... I mean, imagine you have to squeeze through a hole. Do you know what I mean? That's going to get gift up. But like... (laughs) Imagine you have to squeeze your whole body through something Mm -hmm. and then you have to look good on the other side. Mm -hmm. It's just not happening. Yeah. So he... You you know, I was like, okay. He looked a little bit like me, but it's all like someone's... It's like someone photocopied his face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know what I, I mean? It, I and then put that he need, as he a mask. Needed a second over. just to get himself together. Yeah, and then we just sat there for ages, and then they put us in a question. Room. Question. Yeah. Uh, what were your first words to him? I said, "I love you," oh. straight away, and then kissed him on the head. Yeah, and I have this stuff all over my mouth. <laughs> they come out in like this waxy gunk mm-hmm. sort of thing, and um, it's nothing like the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing like the Matrix. How, how was it just sort of sitting there for an hour or whatever it was, just sort of absorbing it all? I instantly, well, the, uh, I got the camera out because I didn't get the camera out for the birth. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm, I'm glad. took photos instantly of yeah. Flu being handed the child. Yeah. And um, I just couldn't stop like taking pictures of him and then looking at him and taking pictures of him and looking at him and taking pictures of him and looking at him and then holding his hand and then they put him to weigh him and I was like level with his eyes and it was the first time he properly opened his eyes and he just looked at me like bit he his eyes went from a little bit open to like really open and I've got a photo of it I'll show you and he was just he was looking so hard Mm. and I was just like wow welcome to the world son and you just felt 
I don't know, you just felt very relaxed. I felt instant relaxed. For those wondering, he was seven pound a one One seven, seven yeah. yeah. So seven pound two ounces or something. Yeah, that's not, you know. It's not, but you know what they told me? They told me he was really long. Yeah, definitely. They were like, he's tall. He's a gangly fucker like he's da. Basically, yeah. <laughs> and he kicks and uh, yeah. just like, he always wants to hold your hand. Like he loves holding yeah. your hand and uh, looking at you. He's useless apart from that. What else yeah. do they do for, until this day? I was looking at him and I, uh, he walked on me a little bit the other day. Like the, what they do in the first five days, apparently they have this ability to like almost walk on you mm. and then they lose it. And I put him on my knees and he just kind of walked up my chest and I was just like, is he meant to be able to do this yet? And he was looking around and everything and then he just went back to sleep. That's enough for one day. Yeah, that was literally it. He was like, well, I've done that, let's go. Are you noticing his nature a little bit straight away? How we, he is? Originally we had a name for him, which is not his name now. Mm-hmm. And his name was going to be Ziar, which mm-hmm. means fire mm-hmm. in, um, I think, Albanian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I looked at him and I was like, Mm-mm, that's not your name. You, you don't look like a ZR. And I've also, seen him and he, he definitely not. He looks like a Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> and this like is what's you. funny. And when you pull him out, you, go, you literally go, hmm, well, the only option here is Lawrence Jr. <laughs> it's the only option. Mm. And uh, You haven't gone with that though? No. Mm. God, no. Uh, Lawrence is a terrible name. If you want a kid to get bullied, then sure. We've gone with Roven. <laughs> Roven, our cameraman, is <laughs> delighted with that. Um, no, what is his nature like? He's very, he's calm. He's so calm, but I I don't know. He's, you know, he's calm. He's by the way, that's not in the slang term. He's he's just it's, actually it's calm. calm. It's calm, but you know <laughs> yeah. he is calm, yeah. and he's he's always quite relaxed. Mm. Loves looking at people. His crying isn't really that abrasive yet. Maybe that yeah. develops as he develops his lungs. I don't mm. know. But we had a midwife over, and she was just like, "Wow, he's really calm, isn't he?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So everyone just says how calm he is and how nice he looks. And um, he's a pretty he's a nice kid. He. He looks great in red. We dressed him in, you know, the Liverpool kit that you bought him. Sorry, what? Yeah. You know, the Liverpool kit that Uncle Brian got him. <sighs> I was the first person to get him some clothes. Just it's true. Just it's so. true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. And um, I got really, every time I see him, I get all emotional and stuff. The, the photo of me with him, mm. you were the first person to get that picture because I was like, yeah. it's a good picture. And he is, I mean, you know, for a first Liverpool game, 4 0 against Crystal Palace is good. He was so drunk can, though he can, couldn't. Can we mention a bit about your dad? Is that okay? Yeah, of course. Your dad's been—he's been diagnosed with cancer. He, yeah, he's not been very earlier well, this yeah. year, and uh, he was one of the first people I thought of when, yeah. when even when we found out he was coming, it was like you—you uh, you, you, know—you've been through all like lockdown and COVID because he's had to um, isolate so much more than a normal person would, and then you've got a grandson on the way. I mean, even just talking about it, because I've met met your dad. Your dad's a lovely guy. He's he's very like you. He's very funny, very nice natured. And uh, you sent me uh, the picture of him talking to him, uh, to look at him, sorry. Yeah. And that got me emotional. And then you rang me right after. Yeah. You were on the train coming back from London. And, you know, I just had this phone call with dad Mm -hmm. where all he was was smiley the whole Mm -hmm. time. And he Mm -hmm. picked up like, oh, my God. And it was so emotional. Did for, give you, do you think it would give your dad such a, like... It was like, just such a... Uh, I think for any person to think that they've seen, like, not only their son, but then their son have a son, mm-hmm. is big. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he is made for this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's his... He's going to be a great granddad. Absolutely. And uh, it was just such a great moment because I think he's... You know, when, you, when you're not well, be it whatever you start to begin to think about your own, you know, your own life. And we would, I I don't know, it gets me kind of just, I've become confused when I talk about it because it just feels so 
abs- like so weird right now mm-hmm. but i'm so proud of weirdly i just looked at all the people around me and i was like i'm proud of you and i'm proud of you and you're mm-hmm. gonna be great and you're gonna be great and you know when the worries weirdly after the birth just all went and i was like you know you crying on the facetime he cried within five seconds of picking up the facetime and and i and i you know flu and i was sitting there and and i was just like and even flu sort of got choked up when you got choked up yeah and i and we both sat there and i was like i'm, I'm probably the worst crier of everyone so far c- crying in in first class <laughs> and and then flu got a bit choked up and oh, then god mate it was mate i just i've seen how happy you were yeah and that was that was the thing is uh the last 12 months for me and you have been really hard in many different ways uh you know everything that happened last summer but also just like what a struggle it's been with uh you know money and lockdown and all that sort of shit and just mental health in general and knowing what you've been through with your dad you know we've been we you and i have been very inter- fuck, intertwined in mate, that time and mate. i think in many ways like you've carried me for some of that time. And, and, and there are times versa. we've carried each yeah. other yeah and for me like this has been one of the most unhappy years of my life yeah so so to just see that moment with you and you flip the camera around and you yeah. show me him and then you sort of show me both of you guys together i just was like fuck me like he is so happy and i knew what you were feeling you know i wasn't there i wasn't right in the room but i could feel what you were feeling for your son i could feel it and i was just like if there's anyone who deserves that happiness on planet earth it's you and i was just so happy for you (laughs) that's your exact face the second that you saw him yeah but it wasn't five seconds later it was a lot worse yeah Yeah. i i I respectfully stopped (laughs) yeah i was um i was uh that's one of the first i mean i I think it's happened before but that's one of the first times yeah it's definitely happened before but in my life like a handful of times where i've cried tears of joy Mm. like and cried cried there was i think there's people around me going fuck me that big guy up there's really emotional (laughs) i hope he's not freaking out (laughs) i mean he's having a panic attack i was crying i was crying i really appreciate that yeah Yeah, i just couldn't help it because it was like i love your son yeah and And, and and i i I saw that yeah i saw that in that moment yeah i did i just felt it for him i was like you're my little mate now yeah i mean and i just fuck it really and, went over us. and it's funny because um a lot of people i think will you know have made the joke of like oh you know don't let him be around brian too much you know because he'll corrupt him yeah. but actually i said that to, i said that to flu i was like when you really get to know someone really well oh. then the, you know you're a very authentic person on youtube mm-hmm. but there's much more to you than just drinking and you know sex and football and beating people up and yeah and, <laughs> and a lot of people those are very lovable or uh, you know sort of like uh caricature nice qualities to someone or car- qualities you can relate to very oh. easily but i think what people don't know is how nice it is just to spend time with you in <coughs> well some people do yeah. like geo loves spending time with you, i'm sure maybe not in the edit suite but outside of that <laughs> and i don't know in that moment i was just so emotional i would cry right now but i've cried a lot over the last no days. Mate, uh, I, I just yeah, yeah i'm also very tired um so yeah it was it i was so uh privileged 
yeah. to have that second because uh, in my head I was like I'm just going to hang back because me and me and you spend so much time together you know after your missus I'm, I'm pretty much the guy you spend most of your time together. I was like I'll, I'll have my time like this is about his mom and his dad seeing the uh, the grandchild and, and her family and my stuff. My mum like was so, you know, she was so choked up as well. Not really. I think it means so much. You know, some people like their identity is uh, that that parenthood thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't actually know whether she never considered being a, you know, a grandparent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think it just hit her in the same way as it hit you mm-hmm. the second that, that that she picked up the phone and you just see him and. It's real. You know, also you realise that you don't just realise your responsibility to him, but you realise your responsibility towards your whole family at that point mm. and all the people who have, you know, been really good to you. Mm. And I don't know, I just didn't... You can't, pre- you can't study for this, but you can prepare yourself for it. So I'd say if there's guys out there who are thinking, you know, they're growing up and <laughs> their skill is they want to develop a skill, mm-hmm. take some time to develop yourself as well. Because I know it's just weird. Yeah, I can see your mind, you're going through a lot and you're absorbing so much information right now. But yeah, that one thing I got from that little moment that we had on the FaceTime there was just like, uh, I, I don't think I've ever been happier for another person yeah. than I was in that moment. Because obviously me and you spent so many hours together and we've been through hell and back. Uh, and I was like, you deserve this. Mm. You'd fucking deserve this. We've and, had a uh, lot over the last 12 months. You know, especially last 12 months. But we've we've been bros for years now. And I remember I just kept saying to you like, it's time to be Mufasa now. Yeah. You know, like, I've actually got that photo as well. <laughs> yeah. I, bought, I took that photo. Yeah. I, I, that's a little conversation me and Lawrence had where we, I was just talking about like what it means to be a dad and stuff. And I, I don't know why, but I always bring it back to Mufasa. I was, I was like, when we were kids, that was like, I mean, I didn't really have a father figure there growing up a lot. Like my dad was in and out of my life. And uh, I know you listened to this and we've made peace and it's all good. But at the same time, uh, that 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 father figure in Mufasa, like the way he just sort of takes that uh, Simba under his wing and, and is that protector, that guide, guiding, guiding yeah. force in his life, even after he dies and all of that sort of stuff. Um, it, it, even though it's Disney, there's a lot of truth in that. And, that, and you know... Um, I knew when you became a dad, you'd have that feeling of like... Yeah. Why yeah. do you think I grew my hair? <laughs> the mane is here to stay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, you, um, I guess you start to look at your own dad when you become a dad. You start to look at other people that you want to emulate. And, you mm. start, and also you start to realize like how you can make a person be a person. And also, something that Flew and I have really been talking about a lot was like, oh yeah, he'll be like this or he'll be like this. And the thing that we both came to the conclusion was like, nah, he's going to decide what he's going to be like. We can only really stand and we can help him mm-hmm. and observe him, but we can't. I think a lot of people think of it as like a Barbie doll. You choose which Barbie you get and then you play with them in that way. See, and actually, I think, I actually, I think, I think that there's, there's two sides of the spectrum. Lost. Right. So I think there's one side where people think that they can create a builder kid yeah. uh, and just make them exactly what they want. There's the, far, the other far side, which is we don't really care. And sadly, there are people who right. have kids for the experience of having the kid and get addicted to the pumping the babies out, but actually aren't hands-on enough mm-hmm. at all and just sort of go, right, you go on, be who you... And then there's the middle, which is the ideal scenario, which is what you're aiming for, clearly, yeah. which is to be there when you need me, guide when you need to be guided, but also not try and enforce you to be who I want you to be, which is why you haven't called them Lawrence, Lawrence. after you, because you I've want to be him, his own person. Yeah, I've called him Premier Pro. <laughs> I've called him Final Cut Pro, is what he is. Um, I, he, yeah, exactly. And 
you know, he is, uh, he's already his own person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you don't really realize that when you're just looking at a round bump and going, you know, there's something in there, but you don't know what it is yet yeah. or who it is yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when you actually see their face and you give them an identity, then you're like, it's funny because although uh, you become a dad, you're also growing at a rapid rate now yourself because your experience and things that you've never been, you've never been forced to experience before. So yeah. now all of a sudden he's growing, but you're growing as well. Yeah. And you're having to learn as well and adapt as well. It's so funny because I, uh, I've, I mean, I'm not ashamed to admit, like I, um, my mom was a counsellor, right? Mm. And she said, you're going to go through a lot of change in your life. And maybe you should talk to someone about that. Someone who's not flu or me or mm. you or someone who knows you and can almost like bounce ideas off with you. So I started seeing a counsellor about, I think about eight weeks and maybe nine weeks ago because I thought I really want to prepare to be a dad. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because the last session before he was born, she just, we, it's a, it's a woman. She's a lovely woman called Catherine. Mm. And I don't know, I feel like she'd be the ideal friend she's a great person but okay, I, okay. yeah a bit love her <laughs> and she uh i just we just spent the hour just being very positive very like um affirmative mm-hmm. not deliberately i just walked in and was just like no i just feel really great there's something really great going on and i feel like i can you know i'll do good in videos i'll do good in my own life i've got all these other things i'm thinking about like you know with my own i've, I've seen a change in that yeah from you i just think you're better equipped to deal with bad situations than what you ever have been before because we've had so many bad i mean we're, <laughs> unfortunately we're kind of like ninjas at yeah. this point but um your mood is less affected when shit hits the fire. Oh, totally, yeah. Whereas before, I felt like... Uh, I can, I can, you and I both have the power that if we're in a bad mood and we'll let it take us, mm-hmm. we can change everyone else's mood around us as well. Mm-hmm. And we're very receptive to that as well, I think. So if you're in a bad mood, I'll probably react in a certain way and vice versa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because we're quite, you know, in tune with each other, we'll end up affecting each other like that. Mm-hmm. And I think more and more... We're probably both learning to manage that. Yeah, it is. It is. That's called being like becoming a man, isn't it? And but you know what? I re- you realize how uh, at every step, I thought, okay, you're a man now. You know, at 25, at every step, you're like, you're a man now. You're a man now. You're a man now. Mm. And you know, then you become a dad, and you're like, okay, am I a man now? <laughs> and you're like, maybe you're a step closer, but like, maybe you won't be a. You know, it, it's funny, but looking back at life. Uh, and what we've experienced and everything that's gone before when you're in your 20s the likelihood is is you're not quite there yet Mm -hmm. even late 20s most men in their late 20s you're not quite there yet Mm -hmm. only in in my early 30s I felt like yeah I'm well equipped to deal with more shit now and I mean that's partly like you say because of life experience as well because I've had way more life experience than I would would have liked to have had uh, at this age but uh, I I think uh, we we all have these experiences throughout our life where we start thinking, yeah, I've got it, I've got it sussed, yeah, I've yeah. got it, and, and maybe uh, do for a minute, yeah, but you never do. It's all yeah. bullshit. But the, the minute you think you have, uh, life's about to give you a good kick in the arse just to remind you that you don't know shit. Bitch. That's a really good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you, the second that you think you understand, the second it doesn't work. Yeah, absolutely. Work. I think that the whole point is is to be respectful of what could happen but also be appreciative of what you've learned from the past and say right well i'm here i'm pretty happy with what i've learned so far but i know that there's a lot more coming and And i'm sure there's going to be a lot more yeah but (laughs) i've really i've just really enjoyed the whole 
pregnancy and giving and you know having a child thing and you know how many days am i in now three uh what is he born so 23 days in mm. what do i know you know yeah absolutely and i'm sure there's people with kids who are gonna go <laughs> <laughs> good luck mate good luck bitch <laughs> although the funny thing is loads of people are like yeah the first few nights absolute hell mm. you will have you'll be hell that wasn't that bad mm. it was actually all right mm-hmm. and actually it, it, it's your own experience and you know what I realized is like I can listen to I can hear all this advice mm-hmm. we read a whole load of stuff about how to make a baby sleep and then the midwife herself was just like yeah that doesn't really every baby's different and I was like great okay so what did I read all that for and oh, it's, it's worth learning yeah you, t- you took it all in yeah. and you know, obviously I'm kidding but uh, what I liked was one of the responses that you gave me on, on a message I was just like look if you're feeling a little bit da 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 you know mm. you know I'm here and, and, and you replied and this goes back to the story about you reading the book you went don't worry mate I'm Kobe. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, I know exactly what you mean. And you, and there's moments where you have that great feeling, mm-hmm. and you, you, uh, you know, like, uh, you probably have similar people that you look at and go, "That is, you know, the way I want to be." Mm-hmm. It just feels. You also feel get filled with so much purpose. You get filled with so much. Um, yeah, that's what I'm excited for. As your yeah. friend, I'm excited to see how he changes you. Cause, yeah, because I know you're going to be there for him. I already know that. Yeah. That's not even a thing. I'm wondering what he's going to do to you because he is going to change you 100%. Do you know what I really don't want to be um, mm. is, and please check me, anyone on social media, <laughs> if A, I begin to post too many photos of a child. Oh. By the way, there's only, so, what I've, I have been limited by is there's so many abstract photos of a child you can actually take without doing the face in the yeah. end, all right? Oh. I've had the foot, the back of the head, oh. and we're done. <laughs> I don't want to be one of those people who is defined by being a parent. Yeah. And it's like that becomes, you know, oh, I'm, a pe- I'm a parent, mm-hmm. you know. If I ever start getting like that, please check me. No, but this is the thing. Yeah. There's a big difference between being a guy who is a new dad and is over the moon and is happy and everyone is happy for you than a guy who's trying to make a career off of getting brand deals off their children, which right. there's, there's them lot out there. This is not that. No one's going to think that that's that. You'd hope so. Well, especially with True News and the content we make, because it's a little, it's not exactly <clears throat> at home with the, uh, the Geordies <laughs> type of... Uh, Do you know what? That's so funny. I was wondering, like, what's the first thing that he's going to watch in years to come of mine and go fucking hell dad like wow what are you doing there like, do you know what it is it's, that's really weird that you're now thinking like that like one day he could be a um observing yeah oh, oh he i mean i wonder he could be impressed he could be cringing he could be like oh dad why did you say yeah. that um but i think uh if anything you gotta just live your life exactly to who you are and encourage him to do the same thing and embrace that yeah and you know i think a lot of people get um uh, there's a lot of things i want to be as a dad mm-hmm. and you kind of want to also take your kid on great experiences with you mm-hmm. and that is um that's like a high my problem is and you know this you know this for making right here you go this is good imagine you know when you and i make videos i want them to be almost perfect Rovan knows that yeah i think i know that and i put so much thought into it and i want it to be absolutely everything and i want it to be almost i don't want it to be average i want it to be you know really really perfect mm-hmm. now imagine put that into a child i've had to go through thinking about that and thinking how can i not uh not fuck this up but also balance it so that you know you don't suffocate it. but the fact that you're already thinking about that on day three you're gonna be okay, bro. Yeah, I think so. I'd hope so. <laughs> I'm, I made. Um, I'm, I'm making good food as well. 
suddenly I've just started making great food. Yeah. I feel like I could cook for you. I should cook. I make great steak now. Well, we could we could let you do a, um, a little cooking at what? home. Yeah, cooking? We, yeah, we'll do a cooking. Because sure. you found the pigeons in the... We can't. We can't. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Why can't you talk about that? It's such a weird situation. So basically, there's a... Uh, it's all weird. You can talk about a ventilator. It's not no, like there, there's a there's a what's it called? There's a vent going outside, and some pigeons fucking crawled up it and uh, had two baby pigeons. Ironically, um, and it was underneath the extractor fan. So I was it's smelling <laughs> for for a week. I had to complain about it, but um, they got rid of them. It so. stank for like a week, and the pigeons survived. So good for them, really. Exactly. You know, no, no animals were harmed in the making of the story. But and the funny thing is, they first walked in and went. Uh, yeah, it's probably from all the stuff you've been cooking. I was like, what do you think Brian's been cooking? That's like, fucking annoying. Yeah. Just, it, it, <laughs> honestly, mate. Fucking... But you found them in the end, and Brian sent me a photo of these two pigeons that he then um, sautéed and served out with uh, potato, potato duff and what. So. Um, can we just stop one second? I've yep. got you a present oh. uh, for, uh, for the boy. Lovely. Is it a suit of armour? What is it? Oh, yeah, I'll get around you. The theme was... Yeah. Get you a son who can do both. All right, so we Good. got one and then the other. All right. Maybe, maybe. I mean, you can tell that's. Uh, you, know. you can tell what this is, yeah. but um, let's just let's let Brian sit down and then you can explain the thinking. Okay. Um, so I thought. Wait, what? wait, 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 wait. Ah, uh, cheers, man. Thanks for that. What? Roven's trying to. Um, Roven's trying to capture all this. So the the, the theme was. You know, he's gonna wanna. He's gonna wanna get get himself out there. Maybe play a little football. Right. He's also gonna wanna go out on a night out afterwards. So that is freaking beautiful, so isn't that, it? That kit, to my knowledge, is the last kit we won the league in, and it's the year I think you might have been born. So in. is that eighty eight? Yeah, that is the last year we yeah, won there. So it's it's it's. What yeah. a thoughtful present. Yeah, so he can now have the kit that you would have had when you were born. And you bought him the kit that he... The current one as well. So I was, I've got him covered. That is lovely. This is very thoughtful. I can tell you Newcastle is coming. Do you know the funny thing is, <laughs> I wore the XO kit, and on the day that I wore the XO kit, the midwife went, oh, that would be a great shirt for that. And I was like, well, he's like, kids love black and white. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, then there so, you go. Um, so yeah, I got that. Really is lovely. Loads of uh, Liverpool stuff. There. I mean, we we'll go through each item. Um, I just think in case he shits it. Basically, yeah. Great. And for when he gets bigger, it's going to happen, isn't it's it? It's lovely. To be honest, he, he's going to grow into. So these. I, I got I got one one newborn and one zero to three because I thought lovely. he is going to grow and Thank he might you. be too lanky for the other one. If I I'm appreciate that. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, is this for me or for him? For him. For yeah, him. Yeah. Babe, newborns, if you don't know, need hats yeah. early on. Yeah, Didn't know do. that. Even Didn't in the summer. That. Yeah. that is lovely, isn't it? Born yeah. to play football. There you go. Am I, you, am I supposed to go through all yeah. uh, No, you just do what you want, really. I, we're going off script here. This is a... Uh, I think that's like an all over sort of thing. That's uh, lovely for after a shower or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah is, that, I, is, is that a ta- Oh, that might be the towel. It's towel down. Towel, yeah, yeah. For, for when he goes in the shower. Yeah. For when he goes in the shower. Yeah, he yeah. loves a good shower. Yeah, We're not allowed it. to clean him yet. Turns out that's a rule. You, that's lovely. Yeah, there you go. You've actually, you know what you've actually done is I think you've gone online and just clicked everything. I must admit, the, yeah. you, you got me. Yeah. You got me, yeah. That's exactly very what I Very thoughtful, did. though. It's very... And then what is this? What so are, this is for his going out Does stuff. it say Gucci on the box? It's, it's, we went Gucci. Um, so we got... Just to be clear, this isn't coming out of the invoice that I... Um, this is certainly not. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, get, get, get in on the box, Roven. Get, get in Roven, on that. get in on the... Oh, yes. Did you see that? Baby Gucci. It's spelt right as well, so you know it's from Gucci. I'm telling you now, this is fucking genuine. Really? <laughs> right. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. 
Oh, Brian. I know, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's so, gonna look like a little military baby. Uh, no, he's gonna That's look very like sweet. a boss. You know, the f- funny thing is, this is actually the colours uh, of uh, his other nationality, uh, which go. the NHS listed him as mixed other. Yeah, there you go. Uh, he's he's Kosovan, and these are the some of the mm. colours. So that is lovely. This mm. is a very thoughtful. I'm not going to put it there because this uh, is probably worth thousands of pounds. Um, thousands. So thousands. Show, the, show the rest. Show the other rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! Wow! This is lovely. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Brian! Look at that. That is actually lovely. That is bowling, isn't it? He's going to look so sick in this. I know, man. Do you know the funny thing is? Them girl babies are going to be looking at him like, he is fly. Yeah, He he is fly. That was one thing you do notice when a baby comes out is you're like, look at the balls on that thing. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to have to find a way to cover them up. That's ideal. There you go. That's actually lovely, isn't it? Yeah. This is genuinely lovely. I know, isn't it? Yeah. Um, By the way, I've got more stuff coming, but this was what how? I just oh, I just went on a thingy site and was just like order, clicking and clicking. Thank you fun. so much. No, this is great. Yeah. This, and then there's this. I don't know what this. That's Gucci as well. So yeah, it's very fancy, Brian. I know, mate. It, luckily, they packaged it up for me. I didn't package that. I've got okay. to admit, it is lovely though. Mm. Oh, is this like you know what this is like? This is like a haul. You know when you go on YouTube and you should label this. Yeah, like, yeah. We, we'll clip this up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. These are shoes. Yeah, Gucci shoes as well. Got to have the shoes. Oh, I've got a funny story about that. Brian. (laughs) Look at that, man. Show that. Balling out here. That is so sweet, though. McKenna Jr. Styling and profiling. Bro, that's so. These are such thoughtful, lovely presents. I know, I love them. (laughs) These are hilarious. And he's a European baby, so he's definitely going to suit these. Shoes that I could never wear are going to suit That was part of it. You have to understand, there was a little bit of selfishness here because I wear a double XL men's. I'm like, finally, I can dress how I would want to dress, just in baby (laughs) size. This is great. Uh, so yeah, we got these are lovely. We got it. Just hide the box on the. Yeah, we'll pop yeah. them back in the. Pop them back in the box, yeah. and then you know, the box is nice, by the way. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. I thought this looks legit. Thank you very much. You've genuinely spent um, too Just much. Do us a favor. Don't don't get. Don't get the tube back with that because you will be robbed. Well, no, because people don't know it's Gucci inside. They just think it's some good, cheap good point. tap that I bought on the right. internet. So that's that. So that's the baby. Good old final. If you didn't, him. Yeah, if you didn't, well, the thing is, we only announced it like a week ago. Yeah, it's a bit public. weird for everyone else because it feels like it's happened sort of very suddenly, quick. Yeah, as if you just and then up. Oh, Almost kind of like that. Quick. Yeah. So now, if you do fancy Lawrence, you can officially call him a Dilf. Yeah. Happy days. I've never heard that phrase so much. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks to all the people who have. Uh, thanks to all the people on the day that I announced it who were in their teens who sent me videos of them crying. <laughs> Oh really? Just saying, one girl sent a video of her crying, and it was so sweet. But I was, it was also she was just crying. I'm just so happy for you, and I was like, I don't know you. That would terrify me. I loved it. I thought it was very nice. I mean, anyone messaging me these days is quite scary. Um, <laughs> yeah, where are you going to put these? And then there were boys who were like, um, Yeah, whatever. Who what? cares? Don't don't matter. What, what are you telling me for? I don't care. And I, if I'm if I'm honest, I don't care about most other people's kids. Yeah, you you don't hate them for that. Yeah, I get it. I don't hate them, but I'm also like, you followed me, mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to know what I'm doing? What yeah, exactly. About? Yeah, you asked, not me. All right, I didn't. Off. Yeah, that's a really good point. Has anyone called you daddy yet? How do you think we got the ch- child? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Do you know what it is though? Because there's a girl, there's a girl podcast in America called Call Her Daddy. Right. I think I might call this episode Call, call Him, him Daddy. Daddy. Yeah, that's good. Um, um, we now I call myself Dad, yeah. and we but, call uh, my mum Nana because that was that's the okay. you inherit those names. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, from the yeah from the previous yeah, generation. Uh-huh. And um, what about your my your dad's, dad? My dad's granddad. Is he? Yeah, he loves that. Oh. And then um, you know we we call uh, Flu's got, Flu's parents. Um, do you have the Kosovan words for those? Do you? Yeah, which is there's Jush and Baba Jush, and those are the two. I kind of like that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And then I can't remember what the great grandma is called. I mean, that's yeah. But, I mean, you know, I'll be the judge of whether great it's great Jush. or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great, great, Jush. <laughs> great Baba Jush. Yeah, exactly. Instant. Yeah, there it's easy. Go. What are you worried about? Uh, yeah, I, I, Brian can turns out can speak Albanian, so easy. amazing, really. That yeah. Easy. And I have, I've, uh, do you know, uh, Kristen Hennage, the journalist, our friend, hmm? he, he sent me, I just a, wanted to play like I didn't know, good. I'll just see how long he was <laughs> He sent me a book, um, which is English and That's Albanian. That's so Kristen. That is so Kristen, isn't it? That's such a, I'm he sent a, me a book. I'm a journalist, I'm going to send you a book. Something Meanwhile, Gucci, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, who got the better present? Who, uh, he's uh, always, every present I get from now on, I'm going to have to send you one and go, yeah, they're not Gucci shoes though, are I'm they? just going to be like, oh, I'm going to be police. If anyone tries to step the mark, yeah. I will spend more. Yeah. Well, this is ideal because my dad just bought me a three grand. <laughs> <laughs> Rolex. Yeah. Can you just give me this in credit oh. and I'll just go spend yeah. this somewhere? That would be great. What would you, um, I mean, I guess, you know, when you, you know, when you start thinking about your life and you start thinking back, you start going, how much can I really have laid out? I wouldn't have thought I'd have been here. Like you and I could never have, you know, planned this. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I started to think, what's my kid going to look like when he's 30? What's he going to look like when he's 40? You know, I, honestly, I started to think about myself dying one day. Really? Yeah. You're such a negative twat. No, well, death isn't always negative. It's all right, because I, well, I am as well. Yeah. Fine. We're negative in different ways. and that's. Why I've, I've been thinking about health lately a little bit. Because um, of COVID or just because you've seen... Well, actually, COVID is one of the things because although people sort of disputed my claim mm-hmm. when I first said I'd had COVID, I think because at that time it was so early, uh, I had COVID before it was announced that COVID was really even a thing in the yeah. UK and then we tracked it back and people were like, I was like, I've got all this and everything that they're saying. And I realised that if I wasn't such a unfit fat bastard... Um, when you say unfit cardiovascular you, right okay. i'm very unfit cardio i mean that's just a fact of life i'm strong as a fucking bull no no doubt but uh ask me to jog down the street and it's not it's not really my favorite thing to do yeah. i'm fitter you than can most move though. look i'm fitter than people would think but i'm not fit as what i want to be and the, the point is i'm 22 stone and i think that the reason i struggled so much when i had covid was because of my weight mm-hmm. because most of my life I've never ever gotten ill that often maybe like once or twice uh once a year maybe w- once every two year like it was a very that is a very rare when I saw you ill because I came to see you mm. it's very rare that people even get to that sort of ill once every five years almost. yeah that was uh one of the most ill I've been in my life like yeah. top five easily that was um, my t- Brian's gonna list it are the top, top five, five illnesses. times of my, no, do you generally. remember the first time he threw up by the way what in my life mm. no I do it's horrible yeah i remember just the terrible and ever since it's sort of really you know haunted me i nearly died when i was three years old and Mm. i had a a, an illness where i would consistently throw up and it was something to do with my white blood cells my red blood cells and issues and they thought i could die so i've been really ill before my life and i remember that quite vividly even though i was so young i've been ill yeah 
but this was like up there you know yeah. like I, I i was thinking i know how people can die from this because um let's just say for two weeks i was coughing constantly and just the headaches the sweats everything that went with it but it was i coughed so much so regularly that i for about a week to 10 days after covid had even gone had such crippling pain in my rib cage and my stomach from all of the straining that i'd been doing so i just thought right you need to sort yourself out here you need mm -hmm. to actually start caring about yourself because in your 20s you get this mentality of you can just booze as much as you want i'll lift some weights and i'll be fine you know what i mean and now i'm like mm, probably not and also weirdly i'm enjoying exercise as well like i'm actually getting into it more so i'm just like mental health wise i've been feeling so fucking shit about myself and life in general and i realize that when i do work out i do feel a bit better not on a like it's going to fix everything tip but i do feel a bit better just uh, even 10 percent, i get something from it it doesn't pay the fucking bills and all of that and it doesn't cure every problem Although it might do soon if you yeah. know what i mean yeah well, i mean if you get really fit we could probably get you sponsored well, do you know what i mean that's an idea yeah but, not not everything's for our sponsors deal with me all right almost everything but <laughs> you haven't seen my child um, he is going to be covered in gucci this there you go gucci Just yeah. send him some shit yeah this could be the first genuinely of, yeah genuinely i mean i added liverpool fc earlier but they just haven't tweeted back um, Fucking, they follow me as well um, and i added a bomber didn't even want to sponsor the child <laughs> um so i'm just trying to make changes in my diet's a real problem right now I, I, because i've tried keto and that was was it was it pleasurable it was horrible right. uh but it wasn't horrible straight away i didn't mind it for like a week but after a week i'm like i'm feeling like really sluggish and slow and like part of training especially when you are upping your training is needing re like refueled so that was difficult so i sort of upped the carbs a little bit but i'm just i'm working on the diet it's it's the i'm, I'm just more worried about getting my training 100 percent, and then yeah. i'll sort the diet out afterwards because i remember you called me about a week into it and you were saying how how great you were feeling yeah and uh i was really happy for you once i up the training i i, I plummeted yeah, yeah yeah it's it's as soon as you start training harder and more often mm. it's really hard to do that when you're not having carbs i get that so i'm gonna work on it but uh i know this might be boring for people but no because there's people out there that'll be listening who'll mm. be thinking you know, I think what I'm sick of seeing is people who are only really super fit or do a workout every day. I think most people can't afford no, to I'm do a workout right every day. No, I'm dying right I'm struggling. Great. You know, like, I... So last week I did boxing like two or three times, uh, weightlifting three or four times. Um, can't remember, depending on what day you started on. But I felt... I had a consistent headache afterwards. I probably was dehydrated. I felt like shit. Like when you first start training hard after letting yourself go, you hit a fucking wall really quick. And it's that brick wall of like, we either keep going and we get through this um, and it gets easier or it's too hard and I give up. And I'm just trying to get through this bit right now. The rocky bit, keep yeah, moving mate, forward. It's, it's, you know, when you haven't deadlifted in a long time and you're fucking ripping a heavyweight off the floor and like keep going up now, and this heat as well is not helping. Mm. I'm, I'm really struggling, but- um, I like the heat to train in because I love sweating when you train. See, I, I'm a 22 stone, I'll, I'll sweat in December. Sure. Um, so That's actually what you should, um, you, you should put that on a, a t-shirt. I mean, we've got t-shirts. I'll sweat in December. Out. They're, they're yeah. coming out soon. Look, it is nice. I, I'm strong, but I'm just needing to get fitter. So uh, today I've made a purchase this morning. 
I bought a, a treadmill. bike. Oh, a treadmill. Bought, Good. Bought a treadmill for the studio. I'm going to use it in here. Those poor neighbours. They're going to think someone's constantly gonna think bashing the floor. Uh, it's Jumanji and a rhino just ended upstairs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, imagine they're playing Cluedo yeah. downstairs. No, but I just thought if I've, if I've got it right there, I'm going to fucking use it. It's when you've got to go somewhere or do something. And... I just thought it's expensive, but it's it's something where I'm actually going to potentially fucking change my life. Did you have some life insurance policy pay off quickly or something? Because there is just there's Gucci in a box, there's a treadmill. Well, no, so there's one thing. So your son's very important. Brilliant. And and the fact that you can be alive to see him is also very important. So there you go. Right. Okay. There you yeah, go. Yeah. And, and I just I know. I'm in my early 30s right now. If I don't do this now, I'm probably never going to sort my shit out. We're all in our early 30s. Yeah. 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 We've all said that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, the the longer you leave it, the worse it is. And mentally, I've been so shit for the last year. I need to, I need to start doing something Mm -hmm. to to make it better. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So we're gonna try. We're gonna. uh, I might record some of it and put it out on TG Two. You know, it's gonna be awkward when I'm. No. (laughs) Like, do you know what? I struggling. You know what? I remember a few years ago you did that gym video, the Mm. one where we can all see your nipples. And yeah. um, <laughs> you can go and check that. Out. It was like four or five years old. It's there. a great video, right? Yeah, it's called Jim Thoughts with True Geordie. Yeah, yeah, and it was a really good video, which you did all yourself. That was when I just met you. Well, not sorry, I'd met, I'd known you for a while, but I I was learning from you how mm-hmm. to edit. But you were so doing great. I edited it myself. Yeah. yeah, and you edited it yourself. I think you had someone just to come and hold the camera, but you sort of directed that mm. yourself. And I remember thinking how good it was, but I remember you saying, "In a few years' time, I want to do that." but it's going to look and sound and be better. Yeah, I just didn't have the, the Resources, tech. yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I was thinking the other day? It's like, you know, I, I was trying to work out what you could say on a podcast to young guys about having a baby and about just, you know, we're getting a bit old now. Mm-hmm. You know, we're sort of past it a little. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. I don't feel past it, but I know what you mean. I, you, I definitely you, don't feel... Um, no, you're peak. I feel, peak either, I, I, feel, I feel like I'm in my peak, but I'm, I'm on the back end of it. So I feel like I'm, I'm not as naive or as ignorant or right. as arrogant as I used to be because life has kicked me when I needed it. Do you know what's amazing is like, and I think we often talk about this aspect because it's a fun aspect mm. and we appeal to, you know, a certain uh, kind of person. We talk about that fun dating aspect, you know, you can be with different girls or, you know, you can have mm. a fun relationship. We've spoken about commitment, but there's a point that it, uh, some people go on Instagram. I, every time I go on Instagram, Instagram suggests to me the most basic bit shit I've ever seen of, you know, like um, Lele Pons and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, uh, who's that other one uh, who Jack put in a thumbnail from? Um, I that, can't what that her name celebrity, is, but, uh, yeah. that blonde girl. Right, uh, yeah. Okay. She's like a guy out with Tommy Fury. Like yeah, those kind of people, right? No and, offense, they're probably lovely, lovely. but you're not going to learn anything. Yeah, but, and the <laughs> idea I mean? and the ideas they put out there are so basic of what a man is meant to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like that's why I read the Kobe book that night, and that's why you know when you and I are talking about the men that we look up to, that that's the kind of man I want to be. I don't want to be. I, I I don't know. I just get this feeling sometimes that there are, and this is why this has always been a problem in the modern generation from since Fight Club came out or any of these kind of things that men don't really quite know where we fit in right now. And I've really not known where I've fitted in for quite a while. You know, I keep telling you this. I want to keep making more videos on my own. I want to make more direct, more stuff. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I felt a bit aimless. And that's why I say I feel like you've carried me for quite a while. Emotionally, all these kind of things. Um, You know, and that's good. You want friends who are going to help you through times like Mm -hmm. that. But I just, if I can say that to like any young guy it gets so much better when you can get to a deeper level of a relationship with someone and you can really 
understand like that sense of purpose in a relationship and even if though you might not feel it now and you might be like shut up old man or whatever it will come one day and you're going to be so fucking satisfied by it and you're going to really enjoy that and it's so enjoyable what, what do you mean by that just so i fully understand where you're going a lot of people you know on if you go on instagram where you go on a lot of mainstream uh, i guess media portrayals mm-hmm. uh the men are all quite um simple so they're either chasing tail or they are trying to fuck or they're trying to trick their girlfriend into thinking that they're not looking at the ass of another woman or something that's what instagram is right now is it's loads of like oh she's sexy and like you should be jealous if your man thinks of a woman in a certain way i think a lot of a lot of these guys i've I've been around these guys loads of times and they're all bluffing it they're all putting on a show where Look, why else would you fucking die like that? Like, why else would you try so hard to make yourself look a certain way? Because you really care what people think. And, mm-hmm. I, and I get that. Like, it's a buzz to have people looking at you feeling great and make you look great. But, like, there's a balance to be had of what, what you look like and also who you are inside. And you've got to be working on both. And I feel like a lot of people get caught in the trap. And, th- and here's what I'm struggling with right now is balance in mm-hmm. life. Is like this... There's self-improvement of your actual who you are inside. There's financial, where you're sort of trying to manage a business or potentially, you know, have goals in life where you want to be later on and, and work towards them. And then there's the physical as well. And over the last 12 months, like, that balance for me went completely tits up. Like, especially last summer, I was drinking heavy. I didn't care about myself. And if anything... Like even caring about myself now, I'm struggling with. Like it's to it's to like give yourself a shake and go. You need to start doing something. Yeah, and even though I'm sitting here telling you I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I know I'm still like if people can be like, oh, Brian's really got a shake. No, I'm still going to have those moments where I'm sitting there going, there's no point. What is the point? Like. Like this person in my life isn't like this. That person in my life isn't like that, and the frustration comes out of I'm not where I want to be. Yeah. And that's ultimately my biggest challenge right Mm. now for me personally, what I'm feeling is like, I'm not who I want to be. I'm not where I want to be. I'm not satisfied. I am not happy in life. And that is like the honest, the honest truth of, but that's why when you showed me um, you and your little boy, it was, it was happiness. And it was something that I haven't had in terms of like, I've I've had happiness along the last twelve months, but but it was a, a real it was a real unavoidable boom. Like mm-hmm. he had some fucking happiness, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like can't deny that. That's great. And I've definitely got people in my life who I'm very fortunate to have. And this isn't discounting them, but like internally, I can't force myself to be happy. It's mm-hmm. something that's just got to come through time and. And experience. And I'm not a patient person, Lawrence, as you know. So um, what I find is, is when I'm not reaching those goals, uh, whether it be getting the right sponsorship for the content, getting the right content, managing what we're doing as a business or my diet or my physical appearance or my other interests outside of that and having personal time, I don't know. I'm just not doing what I want to do and I'm not, I'm not, where I want to be right now and it's it's just fucking as off do you know what I mean yeah I understand I, I think you and I have that similar feeling of like getting that balance and also getting also getting pleasure out of what you're doing as well and like true pleasure out of it you know and not just um, doing it for money 
Correct. Yeah. yeah. Because I think that most people could be, uh, not most, but some people from the outside might have thought of the tale of True Geordie. Or, did we call it the tale of True Geordie? Or the, what was that? The Fall. The Fall, yeah. right. They could have thought that that was, uh, the, the title may have misled them to think that you were at a high and that all of those things were also making you feel great. But personally, I know that there was also some moments there where you also didn't feel fulfilled by having two great sports cars or having, you know, the money to spend or, you know, any of this stuff. No, I've got, I've got really easy with not having them. Yeah, because, <laughs> because actually you've been, you've been through that now. It's not that you don't want a nice car. Everyone wants a nice car, don't get me wrong. But I think what I really see in you now is you don't, you've moved on from that being the goal. And you're not chasing that element of it anymore. Yeah. Not that you were facile, but you get what I'm saying. No, I was just a, I was a working class kid who whose eyes lit up when he's seen a fast car. I'm, I'm human, but at the same time, yeah, I, I learned from those mistakes and I truly, truly have learned from them. I just haven't recovered from them. So... You've got to take some time for yeah, that. Yeah, so it's like, that was a year ago now when I had to learn all that shit and go through all of it. And it was, um, when you're in survival mode, so it's like when someone dies... The funeral actually is sometimes easy. Sometimes, because you've got something to plan for and you're so busy, you're not actually reflecting about the death Mm -hmm. itself. You're going, I've got to make sure everyone's here. I've got to do this. I've got to stay organized. I'm I'm staying busy and I'm not actually digesting what's gone on. So now, uh, just, to, just to explain that comparison, if someone doesn't understand what I mean, it's like at that moment when I made Fall of True Geordie, it was six months after I'd lost my sponsorship and I'd had all that shit. You'd sold your dream car. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, 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 my life had gone absolute hell. In that six months after I'd made Fall of True Geordie, I just made that Fall video because um, I felt like I had to acknowledge how bad it mm-hmm. was. It for me, For me to just yeah. go... I just need to tell people, like, because I actually thought if I fucking kill myself, no one's ever going to know what the fuck was going through my head. So I just made. I would have made vi- so much money from a book, though. <laughs> I've been offered money. Yeah, um, no, but I, would. I, I just, um, I just literally was feeling so fucking like down and depressed and stuff. I need to put something out there to just vent. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, you know, this is supposed to be about you and, and your news. I don't want to bring this on a. But this is about us. I think it's interesting. Now we're a year on. It's like after the funeral, I'm able to process what has gone on. And, um, yeah, I'm sad. You know what I mean? It's just a very sad... It's it's sad to uh, realise how I feel inside right now. Mm. And um, It's difficult. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I have good days and bad days. It's not like I'm, I'm feeling like it's uh, the end of the world. Uh, but I, th- there's just some days it does do you know mm. what I mean so I'm just it's like anyone who has depression the, the, the thoughts come and you just sort of think fucking hell and then they, they go and you just try and keep busy and you just try and the one thing I've got in my life is um, I've got some people around me who really care about me and I've got a job that I do love mm-hmm. and even though I get frustrated with the job and I want it to be better um, I'm very lucky to have this job and uh, I don't want anyone thinking you know you're in a nice uh, flat in London and you've got a good job you're not grateful I'm very grateful but I've also worked extremely hard to get to this situation and uh, I'm not where I want to be still I, I, I want to keep trying and keep chasing dreams and keep mm. being trying to make it better but that isn't the source of you know the depression the depression 
I, I guess this year I've just come to a reality check of uh, as as you do when you you sort of feel like you're a man now and you know you start reflecting on life and you go fuck me I've been left with some scars and I'm not just talking about the last year I'm talking about the last 10 years like before YouTube I start you know I'm reflecting on things that happened to me when I was younger all sorts and you just start realizing like all right I'm here that was really hard it's left me with some real scars and uh I guess I'm just pushing people away from me now because I just feel like uh I don't know. I guess you just do that when you're feeling down. You don't. You don't want to be. You need sometimes. You need a bit of alone time. Yeah. Or a bit of. You need to have your own space. And also, maybe you've drawn some people towards you. I'm not saying this is me, but like some people towards you that you you don't want there anymore. Do you understand what I mean? Or mm. that you not that you don't need, but that it's not the right time for them to be around. And yeah. Maybe that's later. Maybe it's. I, I think they, they say it's, it's lonely at the top. I'm not sitting here saying I'm at the top in terms of like. I'm not fucking Jay-Z, but I'm very happy with, uh, you know, my career and what I've done. And, uh, but there's also just a lack of trust in who I, like, I've been used by so many people. And I'm not going to name names of people who have just taken the piss in the past, but I've been used a lot. And, Mm. um, and it's, it just makes you question what the fuck people are around you for, do you know what I mean? So Mm. I'm now just like, uh, very wary of who I interact with. Which can be quite inhibiting. Because you end up not, sometimes you might end up not having an opportunity. I'm turning into one of those people who's like, doesn't want to be around other people. And that's not, that is never who I was. I was always the life and soul of the party. And now I'm a more, much more like, just leave me alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Feelings like that come and go as well though, don't they? Like they, yeah. they can, that can feel like, especially with that feeling, that yeah. can feel really permanent in that moment. And it then, fucking does, but it isn't. It's your yeah. mind convincing you this yeah. is it. Fuck it. You yeah, know? exactly. And you, in in many ways, it makes you grit your teeth and it makes you work really hard in that mm. time. And then you come out the other side of it. But I get what you're saying. That can that can feel incredibly lonely. But also, I'm not the type of person, as you know, to bury like to pour all my problems onto one other person and be like, yeah. Like I'm talking very figuratively here. I'm not being very specific, but it, I, I don't like to sit down with one person and just go. So he has everything that's wrong with me, and, and yeah. like, you know, um, so it's not my style either. Uh, so I don't know. I, I like you say. I, I understand how depression works. It gets really bad. It gets a bit better sometimes. It's, you know, sometimes you can not have it for ages and feel like you've got it all under control and it's gone, and then it can come right back again when you least expect it. So. Just it's easy saying that it's like just living with it can be challenging. Do you know what I mean? It also seems like you come to a lot of realizations in your life that maybe you are more emotionally equipped to deal with the stuff you've been through in your twenties than you were at that time. And the siren can go. Maybe some of that stuff you hadn't fully processed, and now you're old that's enough it. as a man. That's it. It's kind of coming back, and you are processing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And it's that all, isn't, it's all coming back now. But that's not a bad thing. But it is a hard path to walk. Yeah. And I think everyone sort of thinks, oh, I've been through that. Done. Uh, and we, you I, and I, I both know it's not the way it works. I did, though. I spent so much of my life trying to survive the shit that I'd went through, mm. like what happened in the last 12 months, uh, that, that I got to a point where once I'd gone through it all and I went, oh, fucking hell, I have survived. I've stopped drinking now. I'm, I'm all right. Maybe I'm just going to be fine now. And that's when I started reflecting on it and realizing mm. like, God, the world's a shit place. Like, and people have been shit to me. Mm. And now I just, 
don't like people anymore like I don't trust people anymore like that you know what I mean like that uh, you know you understand why people say no new friends at that point because yeah. it gets to like that you know what I'm saying so we're just we're the only S- friends stuck now. with me now yeah but I, I, luckily you've just uh, had a new one so I can adopt him into the, the circle of trust you know the funny thing is I was actually thinking about that I was talking to my dad on the phone about it because he's got a lot of friends sort of you know I've, he's got a lot of friends that I love seeing because they're yeah. such great like cool guys mm-hmm. and there was a story I'll tell you this story from when I was a kid right my dad and his friend went golfing one of my dad's friends is a very rich man and he's owned a lot of businesses. In fact, quite a few of my dad's friends are very rich men. Not got the Gucci shoes, though, have they? No, although actually I think <laughs> one of them does wear Gucci shoes. And uh, I was thinking, like, you know, what's my son going to have around him? And there was always this one friend. There's, there was a couple of friends that I got really excited, but there's this one friend who had, like, a bit of a glint in his eye and is clearly quite a character. And I would always get a bit excited when he visit my dad because I was a bit like something cool is going to happen today when this friend visits. And this guy had a Porsche. Mm-hmm. And it was the first sort of nice car that I'd ever been in. And my dad had a Peugeot. Mm-hmm. And my, my dad's mate said, let's drive to the golf. I was going to caddy for them. Mm-hmm. And they were going to, and I was just, I was happy just walk around with my dad and be with him. You know how you are as a son, like you just mm-hmm. love being with your dad. Even mm-hmm. if they're not a good dad, you'll still love being with your dad at some mm-hmm. point. And he went, but Lawrence comes with me in the Porsche. And I was like, yes, yes, I want to come with you in the Porsche. And <laughs> sorry, Dad, see you. Sorry, see you later. And I remember we got in the Porsche and he went, what's your favourite song? And I was like, the boys are back in town. And he, he put the CD in of that and just turned it right up. And then I think we arrived at the golf about five minutes before my dad did, but we had the fastest journey I've ever had in my life mm-hmm. and I was like yeah that's what Brian's going to be like for my son <laughs> like you're just going to be the guy that turns up and is like what crazy shit should we do today then yeah yeah I'll definitely uh, give him a few words of wisdom when you're uh, yeah. so, so, so just so things. you know though he also gave me um, Pokemon Yellow on the Game Boy so that is a very high level that this guy reached um, it's going to mean at least a PS5 is going to have to be gifted to this, that. this kid. Yeah. And when I say a PS5, it's sort of a family gift. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Pre- I'm pretty sure he's going to be too young for a PS5. Lawrence. No, I mean, you can't appreciate colour enough, Brian. And what's going on in that world is going to teach him a lot. You saw. Fair with, play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he was loving that Liverpool. So just to be clear, Lauren sends me a video of the first goal he uh, uh, seen Liverpool score after his son was born. It was Trent Alexander-Arnold free kick. What a first goal! A by great the way. free kick. It's a great way to start. Yeah, and he just pans over <laughs> to his son, and he goes, "The crowd goes what? wild." And literally, he's knocking <laughs> Zed out. Just like- he's just sleeping. And then Lawrence raises his hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, "So this is Lawrence as a dad, eh? Plenty more I like that. It. Where that comes from? Isn't it crazy though? He arrives." The the final literally the last time Liverpool won the title, that mm. was my year and the day the year that he arrives. Few people have messaged me and gone. Is there any chance that you could crack a few more babies out during the Jurgen Klopp era? Yeah, um, it's a possibility. So We're going for the treble, going for the treble. Yeah, uh, yeah. If I have two more kids, we'll win a Champions League and the FA Cup yeah. in the same year. Now that's special, mate. And I, and I remember um, throughout the season, I was saying to you your son's going to be born in a championship winning season. Isn't and that I, amazing? I kept saying it to you, and I'm like, well, maybe. I was like, it's happening. Yeah. I can now feel it. Now it is real. Yeah, it's mental, isn't it? And it's a memory you'll never forget, mate. Yeah. 
It's been a good chat today. Thanks to everyone who's uh, been with us on this journey as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, good luck yeah. if you made it to this point, yeah. you weirdos. Um, pre- no, no, there's, there's the, the OGs, I, I think they're still here with us. They're still here through the bomb shelter, through ups and downs, through it all. And um, yeah, it's a really emotional one for me, this one. I think for both of us. Big time. It's a strange day to even see each other today, isn't yeah. it? It feels a bit um, different. Yeah, I'm, I can't fucking believe it. I can't believe it. Um, ho- hopefully, everyone's enjoyed it. If you have, obviously, hit the like button. Uh, we'll be back doing the kickoff all of July. Uh, we got a live stream. I'm gaming now on TG2. If you didn't know that, I'm doing some gaming have live you downloaded streams. Downloaded those games? Yeah, I've got loads of games. I'd like you um, to take me through a couple of those. I think I can join you for some more live streams. Yeah. I know people want to see you on your own, but I, yeah. no, I enjoyed no, no. it last week. I, I, I need all the help I can get, mate. Yeah. As you've seen. Yeah. Uh, so on TG2, we're doing gaming live streams, doing more clips and. And, um, yeah, hopefully you subscribe to the kickoff on TG2. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button for this channel. I love you. Love you too. And thanks for watching. We'll see you later.